What's going on, guys? Welcome to the second Even More About Nothing episode of 2018. Um, I don't know. There's just something great about, like, getting into the routine of a new year that gives you all, like, the warm fuzzies inside. Kind of like when you finish a really good anime. Mm -hmm. Um, That's always a great feeling. Um, Which I've done because I have a lot of time instead of, you know, now. I've gone back and rewatched a couple of animes, but I'll talk about that in our weekend review. That's not why you're here, at least at this particular point in time. For those of you that don't know, this is Matt. Glad to have you guys here. I run this show. Mm. Some might say otherwise, but then I rebuttal and say they're lying. So anyways, passing it around the table... We do have not even a guest. Like, he is an established member of our community. All rise, Honorable Rev Phil. <laughs> you are now in his corner. We still need, like, a sound button for oh, yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of articles and stuff for that, other than the two that are still on the website. Huh? Yeah, I know I checked them when the website first came out, but I haven't checked them since. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, here you know, here to talk about nothing. Been watching some Seinfeld, so he was in he was in Low town yesterday. He Low was. Yeah, he's was a also, yeah. Yeah. And I was also watching uh, the comedians in cars getting coffee, which is also in Seinfeld, and like yep. yeah, that tells everybody about it. Dude, did I remember uh, Roscoe had tweeted about that? Yeah. Uh, so I I've been meaning to check that out. I need to. It, yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's so good. funny. It's, some of them are so funny. But uh, it's your boy Rafiki back again here to make this thing stay afloat. The show that Matt supposedly hijacked. But you nah, know. the people voted. Nobody voted about anything. Yes, yes, they did. There Does was, it count there, if, there, there if one of the people is not in the country to vote, though? No, we already kicked him off like weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's intern. He's the intern at this point. Um, marginally paid, if at all. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, we do have some great stuff to talk about this week. Um... But before we get to that, Rafiki, how was your week? Week's been good. Uh, let's see. Started out last week going to the uh, John Witherspoon show. For those who don't know or don't remember who he is, he was uh, he played Pops in the Wayne's Brothers. He was also the dad. Uh, Ice, he played Ice Cube's dad in the Friday movies. Also, most notably, he was the voice of Granddad in the Boondock series, uh, which... Is fantastic. Uh, so funny guy. Um, I have come to realize seeing him live that he's at the point where he's old enough. He doesn't care what anybody thinks. He will say whatever he wants. He's going to do whatever he wants, and he's going to tell it as a joke. Uh, so it was funny. Definitely, a, it was raw for sure in some aspects. Um, and when comedians get raw. I, Get a little dicey. Get a little dicey. So, but it was still good. It was great to see. So, that was probably the big highlight uh, to start the week for sure. So, yep. Me, um, so I've been watching some more Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned earlier, some Seinfeld. 
And then well, yesterday we watched uh, Dave Chappelle's first special from the new one, so Equanimity. It was pretty I funny. I haven't seen it yet. Need I need to take the time to go see it. He's also getting to that age where like he doesn't he's, care. He's, he's past the oh I'm a young rising comedian. comedian. He's like I've done this before. <laughs> That's he's not he's quite like, like he's not quite at the I don't care, care part. part. But like he's but like, he's like, like I, I've done this before. Like I know how this goes. So like I'm 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 hot for now. A couple years maybe not, but like I'm gonna ride this train. <laughs> so, uh, my week has been all right. Like I said, there's a lot of free time that I have right now. Uh, finished couple of animes like I rewatched them and honestly it astounds me that so one of the ones I rewatched this week was Princess Stride it's only 12 episodes like nothing huge um, but it thoroughly deserves a second season not that it needs it it deserves a second season can agree with that yeah uh, but fun fact for those of you that know Princess Stride alternative that's the name of the anime uh, was adapted from a like a video game I didn't even realize that, like, until I was reading up on it, uh, trying to find the studio that makes it. So Madhouse Inc., by the way, is who makes it. So if there's any fans out there that have watched Princess Stride and absolutely love it, tweet at Madhouse telling them that Princess Stride deserves a second season. I mean, I would try to do that every day until someone I hear something from someone, but that could be a long time coming, and <laughs> I'm probably not going to put that much effort into it. But I would appreciate it if they did come out the second season. Yeah. But among that other stuff, watching some more uh, other shows, um, also regularly scheduled TV is back. I've also been rewatching Psych, uh, yes, which has been good, uh, refreshing. Gold. Yes, some of the best TV I've witnessed um, in terms of like non superhero like category because I feel like those should be separated out because they kind of like overlap and get overtaken sometimes. But so it's just been catching up on a lot of shows, rewatching stuff, watching new stuff. And uh, yeah, that's okay. about it. So, um, but so we got some interesting stuff lined up for you today. Um, a lot of cool stuff, not necessarily um, stuff that's like eye catching or like they finally told us an exact release date for Kingdom Hearts uh, but some cool stuff has been happening this week Nintendo continues making the Switch more attractive and engaging for people to want to buy it if they don't already have it or if you already have it something else to make it fun so this week they announced the Nintendo Labo I think that's how you say it <laughs> running with it um, and for those of you that have seen it, a lot of the comments that you would see about it, it's like, okay, so they're making us pay so much for, uh, for cardboard, but, and yes, as ridiculous as that sounds, that's literally what it is, but it's so cool because, uh, all you have to do is now you just plug it, you put your screen in like, uh, some sort of central hold and then you stick your controllers in other inserts on the cardboard because I believe one of them uh, was a piano mm. that you can make and like you're actually playing along with it um, and another one I don't it's know a if fishing it was, rod yeah a fishing rod uh, so there's just so many cool things that 
um, they are adding to the Switch. So not only do they have these amazing games, not only does it have the best of a Wii and also combined with like the portability of a DS, but now they have all these add-ons, yeah. which... I don't know what the price point is for it. I, I don't know if it was like starting like 70 bucks or 100 or something like that. But uh, something that I would think is fairly attainable for most to like enhance their um, experience with Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so I'm on the website right now and it says starting at $69.99. So, like, not <laughs> bad. Yeah. And April 20th is the launching date. So yeah, so um, like, if it works well, it could actually like this be just a game changer. This it. this would be like, even though it's like the least technological, it's gonna be like the best investment a video game has like a system has made. Um, and I really appreciate like their push because it's also like getting kids engaged into like more engineering mindset, the creation of, like, building stuff and putting it together. So what I'm hoping for is that it doesn't fall into the same trap the way the Wii Remote did. People are like, oh, I'm getting up and doing exercise. After a week, they were like, I just moved my wrist and it still works. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing, like, I, uh, which they've created stuff that you can do still sitting down which I think they kind of realize that. So, like, mm-hmm. you, can, you can do this stuff sitting down. You don't have to be standing up. So I think they realize that, so they kind of already kind of cater to it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was the big thing. This is going to get you up and move around, and you're going to get exercise. And people are like, I just moved my wrist, and it still works. Yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah, and with that one, it's not so much about, like, actually getting people up and do stuff. It's more of, like, engaging the mind. So... Yeah, as you said, they're already moving towards that. So super cool stuff. Uh, you said April twenty eighth. April twentieth. April twentieth is when it's supposed to be coming out. Uh, so let us know in the comment section if you're getting that, um, or if you don't want to spend seventy dollars on cardboard box and you just want to make your own in the backyard. <laughs> let us know about that too. <laughs> how that works out? Because uh, maybe we might want to use that. Um, but anyways, uh, in other news talking all things spider-man first of all last week we were talking about movies we're looking forward to and i had mentioned that spider-man into the spidey verse was one of the things that i was looking at because this is like the first big screen uh film that we are getting or film in general that we're getting miles morales at the forefront of a spider-man movie and i was super excited about that um but also in the comic verse uh, Brian Bendis has been doing the, uh, I think it's a Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man 2 uh, comic line. Yeah. And Miles Morales is actually going to be getting a name change because uh, because of, I think it's merged with the Ultimate Spideyverse. Now Peter Parker's alive. Um, so he thus is Spider-Man. And it kind of gets confusing when you have, like, two Spider-Men, like, occupying the same, like, vicinity. Uh, so he is actually going to be changing his name, forging his own path. Now, it's not set in stone what his name is going to be, but rumor has it, it, it might be Spy-D, like, Spy-D. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 
that's so like a little play on words. Uh, uh, so he's like a spy, but also... Yeah, and someone pointed out because his dad was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, uh, like, kind of, like, fits the M.O. of, like, who Mor- Miles Morales is at the same time. It's, like, Spidey, but he's, like, so secretive. So, yeah, um, but like we said, it's not set in stone. That's one of the uh, front runners that people assume will be his new name. Other people have other, like, ideas and suggestions, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's good. Um, that way we don't, you know, we can differentiate the two. Uh, granted, like, us, us as viewers and readers, we can always do that. But, well, like, the average individual who's like, hey, let me reference this person. It's like uh, Superman and Superboy. So, you know, confuse the two. Like, I'm sure at some point he didn't really have the name. And they're like, yeah, Superman Jr. And that. <laughs> 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 no, I think from early on he's actually always been called Superboy. Yeah. There's probably some. Granted, his costume looked like the exact same. That was the problem. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. At one point, it looked the exact same. So at that point, you're like, is is it really different? You're calling him different in name, but his suit looks the exact copy. But you know, that's back in the fifties. Yeah. So you know, hey. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, I think it's good, and I think we've always, I think that as, as viewers for somebody like Miles Morales, we would want them to pick up the mantle and be something of their own. Um, I mean, we see that with, you know, jumping about the big DC side, how many versions have, you know, in the comics exist of the Green Arrow, but they all have kind of their own slightly different identity. Um, we can't really say the same of Batman because there should always be a Batman, just you don't have two Batman existing at one point. Um, but then, same thing with the Flash. You've got multiple Flashes, but all of them have their own name, their own variation, their own thing. So... So I think it's only natural. It's just surprising that it's taken this long. Granted, it's the way they've written the stories, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, so, super interested to see where they end up with that. Um, also, throwing in another plug, look forward to Spider-Man Into the Spideyverse. I'm pumped about it, and I just love the animation that they've done with it. Um, I don't know if I can hype it up any more than I already have. I probably can, but we're not going to right now. Uh, moving along, one thing that I am super excited for that I also mentioned last week was Black Panther. Yes. Um, first of all, every time I watch any of the trailers, I somehow manage to find a little pocket of emotion and energy that gets me more amped for it. <laughs> and I don't know if that's possible anymore, but every time I watch it, I still find myself in the same spot. One of the great things, aside from, like, a stellar cast, is the music that is going into it. Uh, I remember probably they put out reports, like, late last year, early this year, about who was going to be, like, working on the soundtrack. Uh, so, Rev, what you got for so, us? So, yeah, the lead, it might have been early this year. Um, and then they had been like rumoring, there had been rumors about yeah. how it was going to go. But then Kendrick Lamar, and most people should probably know who he is at this point, 
um, during an interview. It was like, yeah, I'm essentially going to be producing and doing this soundtrack. The official confirmation came shortly after that interview. Yeah. No, no, no but... Think was when was the interview done? Ooh, I don't know. Well, I think that was done in December, where he was alluding to it, yeah. but never gave an exact. It wasn't until the national championship for college football he but performed the halftime show. show. And then he dropped a song. He dropped a song, and then on the end of his performance, he goes, Black Panther. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, so what? It's a show. He's doing the soundtrack. There's a song out. Um, I've heard it on the radio like three times already. It's a it's a solid song, like very well produced. It's him and SZA, who SZA's also a person on that TDE label that Kendrick sort of got up on, and um, it has a nice like vibe feel. I'm interested to see like if it's in the movie, where it is in the movie, because like it's also a song that has a very like vague theme. And then he, they also released another single off that out off the soundtrack with him and J Rock, and I think Punch, but a, a couple of other guys. Okay. Um, that one's not going to be in any radio play. It just seems it, it's very hype, very much like it's called like I think like the Keen is Dead or something. So interesting. Very. Interesting, very much into like the theme of what Black Panther is going to be, because at some point we know like he will have some type of falling off. Mm -hmm. This is an origin story for Marvel. Well, it I don't think so much it's an origin story. To a certain extent, it is. Well, for to for Marvel introduction, yeah, like. Well, I guess when we're thinking origin story, there's more of the classic, like, him becoming oh, Black no, Panther. No, no, no. It, like, in like terms of, like, introduction into the Marvel universe, universe it has, like, Black like a proper introduction. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but by all standards of what an origin is or should be, it's not. And yeah, okay. What yes. is, also, uh, one of the last things I want to mention, not necessarily about the soundtrack, is I'm pretty sure it was one of the newer Black Panther trailers. Um, you... Ended up seeing someone, like, like as they were panning the shots, as they were running through all of the film that they had, you saw a particular character with, like, not necessarily, like, starch, but, like, white hair that was in there. And, like, that gets you thinking. I was just like, no, they wouldn't. Like, they can't already, can they? And so, I don't know, that was just so interesting to me because we all know that, like, in Black Panther, like, he's married to Storm. Um, I think, obviously, it'd be a bit soon for them to, like, bring that together. Maybe, the, like, it's, it's or official. May, or maybe, like, or they, maybe they were able to work it out. Yeah. Like, they knew it was going to happen. And, they, by that time. and this would be, like, the first. Because if that is actually what is happening, oh, my goodness, the doors that are going to open. Oh, man. But... It, it, the funny thing is, if if anybody's been paying attention to a lot of the Comic-Con events and the panels that have been coming out, um, Chris Evans and, oh, what's his name? The guy that plays Falcon recently oh. did a panel. Yeah, I know. They recently did a panel, and so, uh, the, and, and I think it was like, 
I don't even know who the third guy was. I think he might have been like a director, producer, or something. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I didn't necessarily like fully pay attention, but they there was talks of there was there was talk, and I'm putting this in air quotes, uh, going on in the background as Hugh Jackman has been supposedly talking about and would be interested in coming and doing another film as Wolverine. Oh, I thought he was done. Now. <sighs> This would be different in the sense of we have Marvel writing the script. Yes. Okay. No, so we would have a. So is he doing another? No, no, that's not. But that that's a that's talk. It, it talk sometimes is yeah. cheap, and sometimes sometimes you just say things to get the fans yes. riled up over nothing, and sometimes it really oh, is yeah, a I true hint be against him being in a couple of scenes. Yes. Which I don't think anybody truly would be. However, as long as we reach the point of, okay, eventually, now we can pass the torch. Because yes. they have set the future for X-23. If this goes how it should. <laughs> you know, but... But then again, like, old man Logan was how far in the future? How far in the future did they set Logan? I don't remember. But it was far enough away that we're, we're not quite there yet. Yeah, sure. So you could use that loophole to sneak Hugh Jackman in before that official transition. Thought. Mm-hmm. Speculation. But anyways. Uh, so we're looking forward to Black Panther, especially the sweet soundtrack that is going to be uh, coming out with it. Because what's a movie without a dope soundtrack? Um... Never mind. I'm not gonna. So say that. before we move on, this is literally just popped up on my timeline. This article literally broke last night, and it's rumored. So there is a bit of truth to it that is being talked about, but hasn't really been given a release date. Now, how you guys have to let me know how you feel about it, whether it should happen or not. Black Widow is rumored for 2020. Oh yeah, I remember hearing like rumors about that and. Uh, I guess people were saying, does that mean she's going to survive Infinity War? Or should she survive Infinity War? I don't know. I'm a fan of Scarlett Johansson, so I'm going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did hear that. Yeah, they were thinking of finally having her. Yeah, it looks like that that part had been set in stone, like getting her a movie. But Mm -hmm. as far as now, the release date is looking 2020, which... That's in the books right now until probably something else falls on their doorstep and they have to push some things to the side. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, speaking of superheroes, DCCW is back, um, which is so great because a lot of good stuff's been happening this season. Um and when I say that, I obviously mean everything except Supergirl. Uh, <laughs> There's so much hate. So much hate. <laughs> I just, I'm not saying it's the worst one, but it's it's the worst one. <laughs> to be honest. It, it had a lot of potential, and I thought the change from... And the first part half of the second season was pretty solid, pretty good. And I don't know what happened. And I think it's the kind of show that's going to tailor to the female audience for sure more than anything because it's a female superhero show. Uh, I think that maybe has something to do with it. Um, 
Plus, so not only is it a female superhero show, it's a female superhero show on the CW. Yeah, it is CW. Like, that's going to be a problem for a lot of guys unless you, you, you know, you like the show like that. But, you know, um, really from a comic book question. So a little bit more like, what are the CW shows? There's some there. There were some that you're just kind of like, oh, yep. Uh, there was a show like Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Pretty Little Liars. Uh, Pretty Little Liars. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's ABC Family. No, that was ABC oh, is that ABC? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they um, all kind of run together. Yeah, point. but uh, Vampire Diaries. The Heart of Dixie. Okay, that was a. But yeah, I remember no, that, at one point I, that was huge. Uh, I think Gossip. I think Gossip Girl was. Yeah, maybe Gossip. So it was Gossip Girl and like Vampire Diaries. I remember Vampire Diaries. I never watched it, but like I remember it was very popular. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's still like there. There are just certain shows that exist on certain networks, and you're just like, "Yep, that's that's the that's, that's the vibe time. of the network." The network. You like, know, all ABC shows are about family. Literally every single one of them. He's not wrong. Not. I can't think of a show that's not. <laughs> Call me or not, like I really can't. Modern Family, Blackish, Fresh Off the Boat. Even like some of the ABC Family mm-hmm. shit, yeah. like. <laughs> well, know. wait. Oh no, Riverdale's on CW. Never mind, yeah. Riverdale. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that saying, uh, with all the stuff that's back, we're actually gonna be talking later on about the newest addition to the DCCW lineup, Black Lightning, and we're gonna uh, provide our take on that. Um, but it's just glad to have all those shows back. Um, at least for me, I've watched Legends isn't back yet Legends is the only one that's not back yet okay yeah then I haven't watched Arrow Arrow's the only one I haven't watched I watched it Uh, so uh, great to have that back hopefully you guys are excited about it too maybe you're looking forward to not watching Supergirl as well (laughs) Uh, but yeah lots of good stuff so so by by the only one he hasn't watched is excluding Supergirl Unless you're actually watching Supergirl. Are you watching Supergirl? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was already, like, I thought my statement before was already inclusive that I excluded Supergirl from the follow-up. Hey, you know, you never know you sometimes. Never know. Like, you could watch it for some continuity purposes because there may be some little subtle hints are dropped and stuff. Granted, it is a different earth side idea. Yeah. But... I wasn't gonna fault you for watching for continuity issues. Right. Like, terrible it, TV, still terrible. It's TV. it's it's a se- it's a separate u- universe, so it literally has no effect unless there's like a crossover. But be sure to tune in to uh, the DCCW universe. Um, get your show started, people. But when I said this week was. Uh, interesting, not necessarily in like a straight up like, oh, more games, more uh, like trailers and stuff like that, which, by the way, Fighter Z does come out this week. Yes. Oh, yeah. And we played the beta. Yes, we did play the beta. So much fun. And actually, I went back and played Xenoverse 2 after playing the beta, and I absolutely hate the fighting mechanics on Xenoverse 2. Like, it's cool in concept, but, like, after playing the beta for about, like, not even... I probably played for, like, an hour. And I'm just like, I hate this. I want to go back to Fighter Z. So, that's good. 
Uh, and considering that was just like the practice uh, arena and battling online, super excited for that game to come out. Anyways, but for those of you that saw on our page, we shared an article about Dragon Ball Z and Adidas doing a collab shoe collection drop starting in August of this year. And and I think every month since then, yeah, one and month, it, I think one or two months, maybe dropping two. Yeah, and it's all like it's pretty much all the major fights of Dragon Ball Z. So in August, it's Goku and Frieza. Uh, in September, that's Cell and Gohan. Yes. Okay. Um, and then no, Majin Buu and Vegeta. Majin Buu and Vegeta. Okay. So the one the. Self-destruct one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Shinron is releasing in his own month. Yes. Does Shinron have two colorways that he's coming out in? I saw one. I saw one for sure. Not sure about the second one. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if they take a break in because there's I think there's like four uh, releases that are happening starting in August. And I think the last one is in December. Um I, I, I like it. The one I'm not fond of the most is the Majin Buu. Yeah, the that's beam. the one. Like I'm not, I'm the least fond of out of all of them. Um, the other ones, I'm like, yo, let me get those now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more so how the they designed the soul. So like the Majin Buu one, yeah. The Majin, the Majin Buu ones. ones are the only ones that I would be apprehensive on picking up. Yeah. Um, honestly, because I'm not like a huge sneakerhead like Mookie is, uh, which since Mookie's not here, uh, I like, well, he's already going some of his word on, yeah. on, on this, <laughs> uh, but I know for sure the ones that I'm definitely picking up, obviously are going to be Goku and Vegeta. Just like the Vegeta one looks nice. Yes. I might mean, yes. like yes. the Vegeta one. Uh, the Shinron I, ones are good too. I, mean, I don't know if you saw the, on the Goku one, but they actually have like, uh, the symbol like on his gi, yeah. like on the back, on the heel of the shoe. I didn't realize. So, oh man, I'm just super excited for those to drop. Uh, and then also in sneaker talk, uh, the other day we also shared that PlayStation, Paul George, and Nike are teaming up to release a shoe. <laughs> so three, like, like three. Two powerhouse names with one, one pretty big name to get together and make a shoe. Yeah, and that one looks super dope as well. So, I mean, it's, I, it's, like, been, it's been a good week for like sneakerhead and nerds. Like, I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this. Like, by no stretch of the imagination am I a Nike guy. I am team, team Adidas. Team Impossible is nothing. Team hashtag First Never Follows. Wow. <laughs> like that. That used to be back yes. in the day yes. when. Beckham was the forefront of them. That was the... It was hashtag nothing's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, lately, I think they're getting, they're not getting away from it yet, but lately, over the last year or two, it has been hashtag first never follows. No, no they did that. Now they're here to create. Here That's to create. it. Now it's here to create. Uh, but this Nike shoe, I might have to... Like, the other one, up, wait a minute. No, like, I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Uh, it's like it's like neon coloring, and then I saw there's a power button like yeah. in the tongue, and I was like, wait a minute! <laughs> oh no, wait a minute! It's like I was like, income tax ball. This is just time to shine. 
So super excited about that shoe. Uh, like I said, it's been a good week for like if you're a nerd and you also have to be a sneakerhead. It's been a phenomenal week. Um, but I'm not sure when those ones are supposed to drop. I know they just announced it. Is placed uh, so the introduction for PG2 PlayStation Colorway, a collaboration between Nike, Paul George, PlayStation, launching February tenth. For actually only one hundred and ten dollars, that ain't that bad. No, it's not that bad. The problem is, how many are they gonna release? Oh yes, like, like, that's the that that yeah, that's, that's the, the problem is problem. it's probably limited release. So like, good luck. God, like. It's, also it's, like, no, it's not man. the money. It, 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 in this yeah. case, it's not the money. It's these so ones, cheap. It's mm, exclusivity. Yeah, man. It's exclusivity. Man, Dude, that nice. is less than the price of a collector's edition for video games this day. Right. Man, that's the... I yeah. can do that. Man, I'm looking at these. These look nice. They're like, yeah. back with like... <laughs> like, I may not... Like, I may not PlayStation. I may not hoop, but I might Like, I might... Like, and honestly, I don't know if you notice, like, when you're looking at the shoe, also, like, where the laces go through are the colors of the controller. I'm like, what? What? And I'm like, oh, the trim is like this, like w- weird, like like honestly, I, like I'm confident enough. I'll say this on there. I would go into debt for these shoes. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I, I want to. Once February, look, look, when when so it is a Saturday. Okay, so I'm not working. So I know. <laughs> the I problem know. is, you know, this, you know, this this gonna, this gonna, there's gonna be like a like like a line starting Thursday. Yeah. I'm gonna do this online. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're for sure right. Because what are the odds that I have to go to a store at like 5 a.m., wait for them to open so I can be the first 10 to potentially get their shoes? Even at that, you wouldn't be the first 10. Like, you you bet someone's can't be out there that night. <laughs> what? Oh, for, for the shoe. Oh, yeah, it always happens. Mm hmm. Anyway, any store. Are you guys excited about any of these uh, shoes that are dropping? Go ahead, let us know in the comment section. Also, let us know what shoe size you are. Not because we're gonna get some for you. We just we just want to know. Uh, I'm not trying to buy two pairs and give one away. No, we're not. Like I'm exclusively buying for me. At this yeah. Okay. <laughs> But we cannot rock them on the same day because I will fight somebody. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyways, um, before we got sidetracked there, also Dragon Ball Super has been confirmed. It will not be airing after March 25th. After the winter season. March 25th. So, um, so there was a time change um, for some like airing slots and I guess the debate is or not really debate they're not switching over to new time slot and they're not sure whether they're going to continue showing Dragon Ball Super what are your guys' thoughts on that um it's it feels abrupt now the question is why are they doing this? And there's many different reasons. Considering, considering, like, this is the first time, like, people have been hyped about the Dragon Ball series in years. In in years. They broke the internet. They live, yes, in a single 
two, uh, like a single hour special broke the anime part of the internet. Broke it. So you, you, there has to be something involved. Now, are they doing this to troll us? Because here's the part that I'm also thinking that maybe they are trolling us. The time slot that this new show is taking is set to start on April 1st. Hmm. Is it so are we being trolled? If not, oh, this is a this is a very was, terrible troll to start it early. Is. It's a very terrible troll to start early. Granted, like Someday. that that's it's also but they do it they're saying it in such a way that it is a business decision, but still it's a terrible joke. That is a terrible joke to play on the entire fandom across the entire world. So So I'm looking up this article, it's on Kodaku. Okay. Which I don't know how reputable that is, but it is saying that Fuji TV, which in Japan is the television station that it's on, and the television station every Dragon Ball TV show has ever been on, is saying that there's a new production TBA to be announced. But that doesn't... So that doesn't confirm or deny now. So in my opinion... opinion it's one of two. So... So this was my initial speculation before hearing that. And so this is for everybody to hear. One of two things, well, one of three things I thought was, one, it was actually being canceled altogether. You know, it's done. The other one is they're canceling it and then they're going to, because there was rumor about another time slot change elsewhere. Well, what do you want to take a break? Which could still fall into that, I guess, you yes. you know, you change your time slot, but also maybe take a break, whatever. Or it cancels, or not necessarily cancels, you finish this out and you rewrite it as a new sequel series. So still continuing the storyline or time jumping, but it's still a Dragon Ball franchise show. Yeah. I don't know. So, once again, what are your guys' thoughts on it? Um, There's so many unanswered questions if they are discontinuing or they're stopping, they stop airing Dragon Ball Super. Uh, like, what, is, what, what happens when Goku and Vegeta find out Beerus is the one that sent Frieza to destroy the Saiyan race? So and bad. if you haven't gotten that far in Dragon Ball Super, I am so sorry, but... Mookie. It's not like he's not the person who ruined it. It's not only in that. They they mentioned it in the Resurrection F movie. Mm hmm. It's true. Yeah, because even whenever they first started this journey, like post Dragon Ball Z, because uh, they'd always mention that there are like three people in the entire universe that you don't want to encounter. They had mentioned Frieza, they mentioned Boo, and then whenever Resurrection F or uh, Battle of the Gods happened, they're like, oh, and Beerus also. Then you realize like Beerus was like the one pulling the strings for a while. But also, also another person you don't necessarily want to mess with or make mad or temperamental, Zeno. Well, no, we're talking about like yeah, when yeah, when, yeah, when you were first when yeah when you were first introduced because you didn't know necessarily about Zeno. Until after, like, they'd been acquainted with Weez and Beerus. Yes. But, like, Vegeta was just like, yeah, there are, like, three people you don't ever mess with. And you listed yeah. those three, whatever. And then, of course, there's there's also, like, the other um, 
storylines, like even after this tournament, saying that Universe Seven survives and that many of the other universes do. Like you, that would be a really crappy way to go out if Universe Seven is just destroyed. Oh yes, that would be <laughs> the biggest troll ever. Like we're gonna bring them back after twenty, almost twenty five years, and have them. However, however, like it would be the most talked about, the most controversial. However, the fans would have to applaud for not for the studio not pulling fan service. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh no, it would definitely be like it could actually get rated higher if it, that happened. So Kara, if this is what you're thinking, then like good All for right. you. But and also at the same time, we still need to see Oob grow up. Yeah, there's the Oob storyline. There is which were two, which you and I were talking about. So we now because it, for a while there, we weren't exactly sure where it landed entirely in after Z, mm-hmm. or at least in between that la- the final uh, the final two episodes where mm-hmm. it landed in between. So we're if if timeline serves correctly, we are two years away from finding from meeting Oob, supposedly. Because right is that, that how we kind of determined it? We're, yeah. we're so we're eight it, so we're eight seven the start of the super is seven ish about seven ish years right yeah probably something start like of super well oh. oops pretty old oops definitely older than five probably older than two than we we we're thinking he's close to double digits not quite ten. We still think he's young and uh, but not quite ten. Cause that, cause it throws me off. Cause especially when you're looking at Goten and Trunks, and it's just like, <laughs> like oh, oh, this was, oh yeah, cause yeah, it can't be that much. Yeah, he still looked really young. Yeah, I forgot about that. And even when you, yeah, and, and even yeah. when yeah, even oh, when yeah. you look at Oob, like I wouldn't even put it at that. Yeah, it is. It is hard for perspective. To see where... Well, but then again, people keep dying coming back so much that it's hard to tell anything. <laughs> True, but like... Honestly. But okay, okay. I, I will say this. When Gohan... This is this is the part that makes it hardest. When Gohan was five years old, he yep. did not look like a five-year-old. Was that five at the beginning? No, in the Frieza arc. Yeah, that, he was five? He's like five oh, or six. I thought he was more like... Uh, because what's like the because what's the time difference between the Freedom Saga and well no the Cell actually saga? what's the time difference between the end of Dragon Ball and the beginning of Dragon Ball Z? I think that one might be like five or six so years. maybe at the he may have been five at Raditz. Remember, there's a year between Raditz and the Saiyan and Vegeta. So even then, I'll put him at six, and then like maybe a couple of months before they fight Frieza. She might actually be seven. Yeah. But then, how much time... Oh, snap. Okay, so... Goes between him at... Someone's saying he was five. At when? At the beginning of Dragon Ball Z? No. When? Four. At the beginning of Dragon Ball Z, Okay. Okay. Say an arrival, he's five. Namek, he's five. Okay. Okay. Trunk Saga, he's seven. That's two years? And then Cell Android, a year and a half, maybe. ten. Uh, physically, or like he's 
10, but physically 11. How many? Oh, Wait, so but like that, 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 that doesn't even make sense, because then why would they call that's, him that's Team Gohan? One. Well, he is a technically a teen. He's like, what, 10 and 11? <laughs> the definition of teen is such a ambiguous thing. Because technically is more of what we would call a teen. Which I guess that makes sense, because like whenever he gets in... Because seven years pass after Cell. Okay, yes. so years before the Boo Saga, he's, he's like he's in high school. Yeah, probably. Yeah, actually, yeah. Just starting high school. So, so someone else also confirmed the beginning, like the Raditz arc, he's four. Okay. This article says he's five at the Frieza. Okay, yeah. So, so that that's two articles in a row that I'm finding. Okay, so he might actually be so. five at the Frieza. But he doesn't look it. True. That's the thing. The way they've drawn him, True. because he actually he, doesn't look that much smaller than Goku. At so at if they kept him, if they kept him the way he was before the Saiyans arrived, because you remember when he's still running around with the tail, training with Piccolo, Crying. believable, very very believable to say he's four, he's five years old, but they gave this. They gave him a growth spurt, growth spurt that should not have ever happened, at least to make him that big. Maybe he's an early. Maybe he he was. Early but then grower he's a saiyan. Time. Like he's half saiyan. Yeah, so he's like, an early grower. See, he, but um, it's still true. Anyway, he does look not at the age of what. So at the age of when is the cell? How old is he with the cell? 11, 12? I think they, they said like uh, 10 or 11. This one is... Remember, he also has a year where he grows up in the... Oh, Majin Buu, he's 19. So probably, 12. 12. 12 by the android. He arc. is so much taller than Goku was at t- 12. By the Buu. No, 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 no. Because remember, when he came out, he wasn't taller than... Oh, he was Goku. taller than Goku Goku was, Goku was 12. 12. Yes. It no. wasn't until 19, 18, 19 that Goku was as tall as he is now. Yeah. Correct. You're right. And before that, he was, like, you walk, go back and watch a King Piccolo fight. Goku was small. Mm-hmm. But Maybe Goten has Goku's. Anyways, chance. all that to say, there's so much that is unanswered uh, in Dragon Ball Super if it does end, or maybe they're just trolling us. Uh, like they do because sometimes Akira does be pulling stuff out of his butt out of nowhere like why is that necessary but yeah uh, so anyways keep it locked we'll keep you guys in the loop um, alright just not necessarily housekeeping uh, before we get into our topic just uh, some quick updates and announcements guys we are coming up on our 100th episode um, February 3rd is when we're going to be doing a live stream. Um, it's actually going to be at 2 p.m. So that's like central time. Uh, 2 p.m. What? 1, 1 p.m. Eastern. No, just put 2 p.m. Central. They can figure out the rest. <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> trying to help them out a little bit. I mean, we help them enough. We talk about nothing. So what is it? Oh, 2 p.m. Eastern? Central. Central. 1 p. Uh, no, I mean... You got, you got to do it like TV. So you got to do 3, three, three 2 central. Yeah, 3, 2 central. I don't know why I said 1, but, you know, <laughs> I meant, you know, whatever. Anyways, uh, so we're going to be doing a live stream. We're also going to be doing some giveaways, uh, 10 of them to be exact. Uh, by the time this episode is out, um, we will have something on our Twitter page uh, for you to go ahead and... Uh, to head over, so you got to follow us, retweet the picture, uh, and tell us your favorite E-Man moment. You will be uh, entered 
into one of our 10 giveaways. We will be uh, revealing the winners on the live stream. So be sure to tune in. We also will have uh, some cool stuff for you. Uh, We'll still post our episodes like we do normally. So there'll be some cool stuff for you to check out on the actual episode as well. This is the best time, guys, to if you have questions or you want to interact with us, by all means, please go ahead. We are going to welcome that very much. So we want to talk to you guys. We're doing this for you guys. We we want to show you our appreciation for your support. So please be sure to interact with us on that day, if any day you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, or you can just send us questions up at, like up until it, like from now until the live stream. Uh, but be sure to tune in, uh, share it with your friends, let them know. It's going to be fun. Uh, also, last announcement. NakaCon is coming up. We are so hyped for it. Hopefully, you guys are going to be there. Uh, March 16th through the 18th, I believe, is when NakaCon is. We're ready to get our rave on. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you are as well. Um, so, I mean, that that's all I have to say. Like, Yeah, I already have my ticket. So. Right? Same here. Um, Thank you. I've been listening actually the past couple of days to a lot of like J-pop, and that's like gotten me so in the mood for like the rave. And I know like even though I don't understand what they're saying like, <laughs> on a fundamental level, if I hear this beat play, <laughs> we will go off. <laughs> and I don't know, like I can't even express like my excitement like in physical. Like it's, I'm just ready for it. Hopefully, see you guys there. Uh, let us know if you're going to be there. Maybe we can meet up, have a grand time, and uh, you guys will actually get to meet us in person at that point. This is also true. Uh, all right. So, the man of the hour, Black Lightning. Uh, I guess the CW universe has like this knack for like, Finding a groove, and then it's like, okay, we can add this here, add this here, add this here. And, I mean, it's seemingly worked out well for them, aside from, like, Supergirl. But we're not talking about that. Um, So, Black Lightning is, for those of you that haven't seen it, there will be, like, some light spoilers into, like, the first episode. Um, So, if you haven't watched it, don't want to hear about it, go ahead, pause it, go watch it, run it back. Not the episode of Black Lightning, but, like, the podcast, run it back, and then uh, let us know what you think. Uh, But I think it's been a welcome addition uh, to the DCCW universe. Uh, Very grounded and very, um, not necessarily different, but a nuance. That's what I appreciate about it. And for the show as a whole? Yeah, so far. So, yeah, um, right now, with even the first episode, one thing that I liked about it, it's not worried about being politically correct. Mm-hmm. It's really, like, this is a show the black culture has been waiting for um, in the sense of superhero, superhero stuff. Um, obviously, we got that with Luke Cage, but that's obviously Netflix. But how many people don't necessarily have Netflix and watch regular TV? So um, to see something that is not worried about being politically correct and is being played on local television, I think is a big deal. 
It's a really a big deal, um, and and credit to um, DC for really taking that jump, taking the plunge on this because mm-hmm. I'm not saying like anybody else, and obviously Marvel didn't shy away from it, but I think there's a bit of a safety net in the sense of it's on Netflix. Yeah, you know, this one is on public television that anybody can view. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, kudos to them for really doing so. And yeah. Making and the thing is, like, they don't even just, like, kind of, like, wade you into it. Literally, first three minutes of the episode, all of a sudden, like, stuff's happening. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> and it's like, that really just happened. And it's, oh, gosh. it Like, at least for the first episode, it's pretty like already dark it's very reminiscent of like the first season of arrow but like placed within the black community uh at least that's how i saw it because we know like how arrow tried to be like the batman of and 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 yeah i mean as enjoyable as the show is it ran into some problems and it's like i critiqued it in some areas a little too hard but part of it was, you know, you can't really get Batman on the screen that easily. Yeah. They don't just willy-nilly throw <laughs> some of these characters, yeah. you know, out uh, there, so. But, yeah, uh, so um, it does have a slightly nuanced tone to that, which I do appreciate. Um, and what, at least reading through some reviews that people are doing or what people are just talking about it online, uh, a lot of people seem to appreciate that this isn't a superhero that is new to the game it's or, not an origin. Or, or discovering themselves. He's already been there, done that. So He is getting back into it, not necessarily uh, because he wants to, but because he is forced to step up. Now, this is what's interesting, and for those who are comic book people, it is more like the comic of Dark Knight Returns, where he's coming out of retirement. He's coming back because he's starting to recognize there's a need. Not, And it's more so he was forced to recognize. Um, hence through, you know, what any superhero family story does. Family. Like, <laughs> like uh, that's not anything that's much of a spoiler. When you start watching the episode, you figure out real quick, well, this is going to be family-oriented, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. which, is, which is good, but it also brings a very, very different dynamic of a father that is very involved in his girl's life in, in a rough, rough part of town where crime is run rampant because he's been MIA. Which, oh, by the way, that was a great way of starting. Mm-hmm. Um, the first scene that you you see, and this is not really spoiler because they even talk, it's talked about in the trailers. He's been gone for nine years. Um, so it's more like his return party type deal. But it was actually very, very interesting. He's sitting in a precinct trying to get one of his daughters. He's retrieving one of his daughters who was in jail who was doing a preschool protest. And you see him looking at a billboard. And it's his wanted poster. He has black lightning. And then it's it shows other people on there. And you start to think about, oh, are those the people that he was trying to catch? Are those the people that are the obviously the most wanted, probably the big bads of the season? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that because it was it makes it you think about it very differently, like, oh, a lot happened. Like it makes you want to know what happened because you're so far in the future. 
Yeah. So one of the things that uh, because there is that talking point, one of the things that I hope I hope they don't do is I hope they don't start getting into like the uh, they suffer from uh, arrow syndrome and they start using flashbacks as like cop outs for like what's <laughs> happening. For like, like explaining, yeah, yeah, why things are the way they are. Um, like I Granted, want, like, like I like I still want them to have. Obviously, they're gonna have an impact on present day. But like, whenever he does have that uh, first confrontation with the big batter, he has like a near confrontation. I want for like the emotion of what's happening in that moment to, to like to like to tell me what is happening, not like going through a flashback and like I don't know. Like seeing it and you knowing that oh this is just a flashback because like it loses its effect for what they're going yeah. for yeah essentially like telling relationships through flashback yeah well not only but like the biggest basis of your history of a relationship is the flashback it's, you yeah. want more like you want the either the initial meeting or like. A development of the relationship to be more primary, which like is definitely a good thing, because yeah, flashbacks can get a little bit heavy. When when overused, yeah, especially like when overused. Yes, when they're overused, they can be a little. Uh, Arrow, I, I think the reason relate. being as well was Arrow had a good thing going for them with the flashbacks of how they started. Um. So they were purposeful. So it made it very, very interesting. But it did reach a point where you're just like, all right, we've been through two full seasons of flashbacks. Let's be done now. But, but then, and because they, they did it, because the first two arcs were just so solid and so good. And then the third arc became a little fuzzy and weird. And then the fourth one was where we're actually like, oh, I actually care about this. But like, you know, it's it's a it can be a problem. It, it can be a problem. It run rampant, and I mean, Arrow obviously showed us because if you do it too long, you just like mm-hmm. it loses the solvency of the issue if you don't have a more or- organic way of conflict. I would, in some aspects, I would almost say they make it through conversation and try to make it as vivid as possible through conversation, but yet vague enough that you still leave the mind's eye to decipher how that went down. Because it also makes the conflict more interesting when, if you don't have a flashback, because like, you don't see the, even if there is some history between them, you don't see the event. I would, I would almost say that... Make the so have it told, uh, yes, and then have the flashback reserved for like even six, seven episodes down. Because, like, one of the so I'm gonna do a comparison to Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones, there's almost no flashbacks in Game of Thrones, it makes it very interesting because that world is absolutely dominated by things that happened 10 to 15 years before the show started. That's true, but until like two seasons back, you hadn't seen a single thing. Everything you learned about that was what the characters told you, which you could take or leave it. And that's why several different people liked several different characters. That's true. That's actually very, very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
all that to say, with Black Lightning, um, they do have a solid start to it. Um, like we said, this is a more seasoned um, yeah. uh, hero. He's been around the block a couple times, retired. Now he's forced to come back into the game. What's interesting is I really wonder how the dynamics shift whenever they do come to a crossover now. Uh, that's one of the one the that's one of the things like I'm interested for because we have uh, these young bucks that are okay. Like we've experienced some stuff, probably more than most would in like their first year as a superhero. Uh, but they think they know what's going on, and then just to see him come in, it's just like, wait a minute, y'all are whack. <laughs> like this, this is not gonna work. Uh, I'm interested to see how that plays. However, out. this like let's let's be honest. Like even though he's had like Black Lightning, you find out really quickly he's had help. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had help from his early days. Actually, um, his help was his name. Giddy was his name. Um, if if because I had to go do some brushing up and go reading and, and a little bit. Giddy has technically had uh, been Black Lightning's father since he was like twelve. So this is this is a long time, but he's done it by himself. So I wonder how working with the team would affect him if they ever reach that point of bridging this show into mm-hmm. it or chances are it could be a separate earth altogether and that and that's another that. point of conversation some people uh when they're talking about it are there's an argument like is this a separate earth or is this just another city within uh arrow's main universe yeah. which is very dual it's very doable mm-hmm. for a few reasons one the the skip is long enough the, 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 between him being the last time he was Black Lightning to now. It fits. Uh, the air, season arrows and flash arrows all sit perfectly within that gap. Yeah. So it could be one of those things like I had heard long time ago stories of this guy but didn't think they were true because mm-hmm. now he's back and so... They can do it such a way that it works. Yeah. And especially with Arrow, um, because because of this gap, it actually sits right into uh, probably the within the first year of Oliver's disappearance. Is like if we're following the timeline, it probably when uh, he would have retired. Well, let's see, because we're, 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 we're in season six. He oh, was, snap. So, so six years. So we're six years into Arrow, not to mention five, five years, years that he's Disney. been missing. Yeah. So within the first year of him being gone is when the retirement would have happened. Cause no, no. Two, first or second year. Second, second year. Second year not, for it's sure. nine years, not quite ten. That yes. Been, yeah. So by that point... You're long for, like, so, and Oliver Queen being a big time, you know, celebrity, essentially, because of his family name, Mm -hmm. can overshadow Black Lightning being talked about in another city. It is another city. It is another city entirely. So I would see Oliver Queen making national news over a Black Lightning story. Um, well, then it'd be like a. Black but but, but maybe not because at the same time 
he's still regarded as a vigilante. So that wouldn't even be yes, a news it would really. Be a, yes, it'd be, a, it'd be like, oh, he used to appear, but now he doesn't anymore. So it wouldn't be like, oh, some announcement. It would be like, it, it would have to happen after, it would be probably months to maybe a year after he had retired that people would be like, oh, we haven't heard of this Black Lightning person for like a year. What happened to him? And he might that might not even be on anything more than the local news. Yeah, because it was very confined to like the black yeah. community. So with, within I don't even know if they said what city he's in in the first episode, uh, but it's very possible that he is sitting in the same uh, Earth point universe yeah. in the DCCW or the Flareverse, if you want to want to go with uh, the jargon. Uh, but lots of great stuff to pull away from this. Um, we're interested to know what you guys think of Black Lightning. What rating would you give it? What are you most excited for? Um, can I just talk about that I love that this is the only show in the DCCW universe that has like its own jingle? Yes. So I just appreciate. I love yes. that with this, they're also incorporating that like music is like a huge part of like the, like like you're going to like essentially you try you grab the live you grab the vibe of Atlanta to fit the the mold of what you're trying to create. It doesn't make sense, especially when you're in the ghettos, you're in the hoods, you're in a you're in a black city. Not to get something such as big as music. That is the biggest, that would be the biggest mistake you can ever make trying to make a black culture show. It's like Arrow without the business. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, without the business and the Uh, politics of it, because, like, he's a rich choice. And as we're we're talking about this, one of the last things we'll talk about here uh, about Black Lightning uh, was whenever he, so his name is Jefferson Pierce. Yes. Uh, one of uh, when he was first confronting uh, Lala, one of the uh, heads of the local gang. Um, whenever he was talking to him, one of the things that like stuck out to me was whenever he was talking to Jefferson, and he's just like, "Hmm, that's a nice suit you got on there." And like when you're first hearing about that, it's like okay, like, that doesn't make much sense. Uh, Like, why does that stick out to you? Because we're talking, as we're talking about uh, Black Lightning, there's obviously, since he's been around the block, there's not much or very little, at least with what happens in the other superhero shows now, Mm -hmm. that would kind of be, like, not necessarily detrimental, but character defining and character shifting for him to happen. Um, when we're talking about like his father figure, like what's going to happen to him? Because at some point he's probably going to die. Like if you ask me, I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a character shifting moment for Black Lightning. Um, whether that's going to be because like he runs like, is it a barbershop that he runs or like a tailor shop? Or something like something. that. Something along those lines. I don't know. Like, we didn't get the best vibe in the world of what he runs. Yeah. Um, outside of product that he's running on the streets. No, 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 no. Not, not Lala. Uh, Black Lightning's help. 
get. Oh no, it's a it's a it's a it's a tailor. It's a it, tailor. It's a tailor. Yeah. So at some point, Lala and his gang will probably find his hideout because. As we know, with most superheroes, they're going to relocate to like a new headquarters at some point or another. Whether that's later this season or maybe that's in season two, because uh, it'll probably get renewed for a second season. And that's when and you get it the was funds. only like thirteen, <laughs> and that's when you get the funds. Yeah, and you can actually build a nice, nice one. But at some point, that's going to happen. They're going to find it. Uh, obviously, Pierce will uh, be there, but Giddy will be. But he does run, finds him, like, dying, I don't know, Gatsby's last breath. That's going to be the character-shifting moment for Black Lightning uh, to really fully return and be like, okay, like, I knew I had to come back. I've been sleeping a little bit, but now it's really time to get down to business. So I think that's one of the things that's going to happen. So that's why, like, at least when I was thinking and he said that, I was just like, that's kind of interesting that they said that. Like, yeah, it's kind of, there could be more to it. Yeah, I could have just been saying that for banter, but uh, in the moment. But I think there's, like, more to it than that. There was a lot. On a side note, a funny side note. In the comics, his daughters get powers. That's something that is said if you ever read Black Lightning. And their, their names are Thunder and Lightning. Okay, that's what their code names are going to be. Um, it'll be very, very interesting to see. However, can we talk about how they're able to protect themselves for the most part when dealing with people? The same dude got beat up by sisters in the same family in a single episode. <laughs> yes. I felt bad for my dude. He, I really felt he, I really felt bad for he, him. He was just trying to get some play, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> And then he had to be stupid and uh, try to kidnap him. Like, yeah. Like, seriously? Like, he, he went and got more people. Kidnap him during school. Which, by the way, can we talk about, like, how dope that is? Like, like Jefferson will go to no lengths to protect the school. Mm. He's willing to make deals with the surrounding gangs that his school is off limits. And... What happened when the hell was broken? Oh boy. This this show is for for a pilot episode. It's not often that you see a pilot episode for shows like this or just any show in general that you're like this has the potential to be amazing. Not often. It happens sometimes, but I don't think often enough. So, I'm excited. I really hope it doesn't let me down. Cuz yeah. they've got something that they're working with here. Right. They need to run with it. Final verdict, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Um, don't want to hype it up too much. Still super solid, really good. Yeah. Um, Pilot episodes are not always indicative of what the of show, what the show yes. may end up being. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd give it a solid 8 out of 10. We recommend you go watch it. Um, or if you have watched it, let us know what you think in the comment section below. Yeah. Uh, what are you excited for? How do you think he'll play into the crossover? Well, Does it sit we, we in We won't the, even see that till yeah, season two anyway. Yeah, we won't. But what are you excited for? Uh, do you think it sits in the point universe or do you think it's kind of like in another universe like Supergirl is? Anyways, uh, let us know. So It could even sit, technically it could even sit in the same universe as Supergirl. Reason being, side note, 
it has been known that Black Lightning has operated in Gotham before. If I'm not mistaken, and more of in the actual like slum slum parts of Gotham and the ghetto parts of Gotham, so so it could potentially so same Earth, but the I mean uh, different Earth, but the same as Supergirl potentially, because we already have a Superman. They have both Earths have name dropped Batman, but I would see more likely. On Earth 36, because Superman and Batman are like best friends. Frenemies in some cases. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, so, but that's all we have for today, folks. Let us know, like we said. Uh, make sure you're following us on all our social media, especially on Twitter, Eman Podcast One. That's where you need to go in order to be entered for our giveaway on our live stream of our 100th episode, February 3rd. That's a Saturday. It's 2 p.m. Central. That's 3 Eastern. That's noon on the West Coast. Um, head over there. Also, follow us on Instagram. That is Eman Podcast. You're already on Facebook, most likely. That is facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. And make sure you're also tuned in to our company accounts. That's White Noise LLC. Everything is W-H-I-T-E-N-O-I-Z-L-L-C. We have a lot of cool stuff planned for this year and coming out. Um, and also some upcoming projects. So keep it locked for that. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say, but we don't know why you listen, but we're glad you listen. Anyways, that's it for this week. Catch you on the flip side and stay tuned. We're pumped for episode 100.